Welcome to The Spalding Show, hosted by Wes and Wyatt Spalding, the Spalding Twins. On here, we talk about health and fitness, we talk about sports and mindset, and other topics that we're passionate about. And today, we're going to talk about consistency and the mindset that we both have around it, maybe some athletes or other people we have learned that trait from. And I wanted this to be the topic for our first podcast because I think why that you are very good at consistency, even when you're not consistent, I feel like you're pretty consistent. And I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit, have other people hear what you do, what your mindset is around being consistent because you have a, a lot of roadblocks that have come in your way and that continue to come your way. So I guess when, I guess my first question for us and for you mainly is when you think of the word consistency, how would you define that or what do you think of? So I would say that it's like doing, it's boring, actually boring. Boring is a great word because it's doing the same thing every single day. And, mm -hmm. but it helps you, you do the fundamentals every day. Like the workouts I do today, like, yeah, I switch it up every now and then because I've gotten a lot better and I'm older, but I still do the same stuff I did back when we were 14, 15, 16 years old because it's mm -hmm. fundamentals and it's shooting two to 500 shots. It's playing, I mean, tennis. I always ask dad, like, what should I do to get better at tennis? Get more consistent, get more consistent. And it's like, all right, well, no drills or anything. I guess I'll just find them myself. Thanks, dad. <laughs> but mm -hmm. um, yeah, just... Doing the same thing, hitting off the wall. I have a ball machine now, but I still go hit off the wall like I did when I started playing tennis. I mean, it, and you increase, like, your knowledge of the game. So it's like, oh, if I do this drill, then this will help me with this. Or if I go work on this certain lift and lifting, that will help for tennis or basketball or whatever. So you work on that. But, like, yeah, like, I have my YouTube channel, Life with White Spalding, and I post drills sometimes, but... Honestly, I stopped posting drills for a while because it's like, it's just me doing the same thing all the time. And honestly, like, for if you want to be good, that's what you have to do. But people just see you playing in the games and how good you are. It's like, well, that's exciting. Do you want to come watch me in the gym? Do the same thing I did on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? No, because you're like, can you do this yesterday? It's like, yeah, but this is how I'm going to get good. So you're saying you stopped posting drills because you're just doing the same drills all the time. Yeah, I was doing like the same thing or like I would switch it up, but it'd still just be me shooting hoops, you mm -hmm. know? And I mean, I'd probably get back into it more, but uh, I also, I'm just one like, I don't know. I guess I'm just not like, oh, look at me. I, I saw the YouTube channel, I was a little bored and there was a pandemic, so. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's just like me doing the same thing all the time and like like football. I do these footwork drills that I found online for quarterbacks, and I do those. Like That's what I do in July and August. I just work on footwork drills. Sometimes I barely throw the ball. And then I just go and throw and throw. I'll throw like nobody, like no targets or anything. And I just envision like the routes or who's my wide receiver and what's going to happen. And I think that's – Backing up, Yeah. where – was there like a time when we were kids – or I guess, was there something maybe somebody said or somebody did that made you want to be consistent? 
or like I know just in general people with disabilities kids with disabilities they like consistency because yeah sometimes you guys go through some pretty very traumatic stuff with medical issues and even in bullied or whatever just not being like normal kids so it's like consistency is nice because you know what's going to happen it's going to be safe yeah so you think it was more of like something you learned from kind of like sports or life or do you think maybe kind of with your background with having disability and maybe not being uh like everybody else you like crave that consistency well like uh i think when we were really young and i don't know if she remembers this but mom told me that a doctor told her that kids with disabilities at the time they like to know what's happening the next day like you said yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen like there were days like oh i'll like i'd call my job like i worked at uh, nebraska sports and it's kind of like i don't know if i can cover your shift tomorrow because i'm sick and i have no idea how i'm gonna feel tomorrow i'm gonna be going i literally be living like day by day it's like i need to get sick and then be fine or get worse or whatever and so, mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, this thing, I was like, okay, today I'm going to go play basketball. Tomorrow I'm going to play tennis. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Or, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember, but I, uh, you know, I'd always ask mom, like, what are we doing tomorrow? You know, because, like, I want to know what what do we have to do tomorrow? What's going to happen? Because, like, in, you know, yeah. medical-wise, well, you don't know what's going Yeah. Cause I remember this one time you were going to go play basketball, and I asked if you could pick out to go to work or something or – I had to be somewhere. I couldn't like wait. I was like, hey, can you stay here and wait for this package? And then you're like, dude, I'm going to go shoot hoops. Like I already planned to practice at 1 p.m. Like, And then like threw you off. I was like, <laughs> dude, I'm just asking you to wait 15 minutes. And then it was like a big deal. I mean, we were probably, I think we were. Probably 16. Maybe we, we were younger, but probably. we were either late middle school or early high school. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember, and my and my mom trying to explain to me like you can't throw him off like that. Like if you tell him he's gonna do something the next day, like it messes him up a little bit. Yeah, and now it's like it's kind of like oh whatever, you know, this kind of sucks, but I'll deal with it because you know we're twenty eight now. But yeah, like when you're a teenager, like think about it, like self confidence. Uh, mm -hmm. I was always sick. If it was high school, I mean, I went through like a lot of crap in high school with health wise. And like my my two like like not critical years were freshman and sophomore year, and I got pneumonia both years. And mm -hmm. so like yeah, I guess just like the knowing of this is what I'm gonna do today. I'm gonna work out and do this. Or for some reason, I always had the plan like I will not play tennis during basketball season. I didn't do that till like college, but I was just like I have to play basketball every day. I'm gonna play it for six days this week, then take Sunday off and start over. Cause then I would get sick. Yeah, that's true. Would get you will like tell me how many days you're gonna work out, and you stick with it. Yeah, and then like, uh, and then like I would uh, get sick, and I'd throw everything off, and and you don't know what's gonna happen. Normally, I was just I was fine. I'm gonna be sick for like a week, week and a half, and mm -hmm. then but then I need say if I got pneumonia, you know that was always a big deal because it's all the worrying of am I gonna go to the hospital. I'm behind in school you know now it's like oh i don't i can't work if i'm sick what am i gonna do you know mm -hmm. you know paying like bills and stuff so yeah like i mean just being sick all the time like there was so much stress with it i was like all right 
I need to know what's going to happen that I can mm-hmm. control. And because I can't control some of the medical stuff that happens to me. So mm-hmm. I think that was like being consistent with that. And now it's like, I'm consistent of like when I shouldn't work out because I'm tired of being sick all the time. Cause I yeah. really like, I'd probably ran myself into the ground and caused some of my illnesses and like sign of infection and stuff like that. But just cause my body was tired. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, I'm going to go like really hard for two, three days straight. I'm going to take a day or two off and then go really hard again. So what's a day off like for you? Uh, I just like don't work out. I just like, I'm like busy with work or I just kind of watch TV. If I really want to work out and I don't, I watch like film. So I follow like these YouTube channels and they show like a quarterback play. Like there's this one called the QB school. I watch that or like there's a tennis YouTube channels I found and they, go through strategies for that. So I kind of watch that or just watch a game or something. Um, They work more on like the mental aspect of your games. Yeah. And like now I kind of get it because you taught me how to like read certain stuff and basketball and football. I kind of taught myself like actually during COVID how to like kind of read like routes or scan the field better. Mm -hmm. Um, And then tennis, like, I mean, tennis is like you and basketball. You can just drop a play and know all this stuff like that. And tennis, mm-hmm. dad taught me all this stuff that I was like, okay, if this happens, I can do this or that. And if they hit this way, I can go this way or that way. So I, I don't know. Like, it just comes naturally to me. And so, did you like any uh, mental imagery? Do you like picture yourself on the court or on the field ever when you're doing oh, that yeah, stuff? I do like all, all the time. Like, like half the time when I'm watching sports, I, have, I don't even listen to the sound. I just mute it. And I have my headphones on and I like, I'm like listening to, Sometimes podcast, but like music and stuff. And so when I listen to music, I can like just see my. Yeah, I remember this time we were like really little, like five, and you were just like, you're imagining something. We're just in the kit, like nothing's happening, like literally nothing is happening. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm imagining I'm in a hockey game right now, and I just turned in like, dude, we've never played hockey before. <laughs> I don't know that at all. Probably because I was too into it. <laughs> I just thought, ah, oh, this dude's weird. This dude's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I would do it all the time. Like when you're like preschool, I dress up like they had like all this stuff, these toys and costumes. So I dress mm-hmm. up in the football costume, and then mm-hmm. I like go to the middle of the room and do like football. I like I was a football player and just run. Remember, I'd go out in the yard and I would just, mm-hmm. I would do, I wouldn't just throw. I'd do QB drills, wide receiver drills, tackling drills, all by myself. And then you see, like, why you just set up a trash can, you're just like trying to take out this, this trash yeah, can. Yeah, it was fun, <laughs> it was freaking fun, dude. Yeah, and so, like, uh, yeah, but I mean, you think about it, I mean, it's probably good for my health because I had to yeah. learn to do certain movements. And when I started Special Olympics, uh, I remember I was like, why do we only play like, like two to four games? And and we have all these practices, and dad's like, you guys gotta learn the fundamentals. and like get it down more than everyone. And so the more practices you have, the better. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I didn't really think about it. So it's like, just like getting our bodies to do the motions over and over. And that way you can react better in the game. I mean, just like anyone else, but sometimes with a disability, it's a little tougher. Like you just have to react, you have to react like a second or two slower. So. Yeah. Um, I think um, the consistency of practicing sports, I mean, you lift the weights and you condition too, but I think the consistency of 
consistently being inconsistent with working out as you were sick. So like, you know, you'd always have to get back into shape, but how do you think getting back into shape helped you maybe with your CP or medical issues or how do you think that benefited you so, health wise? Uh, health wise, I think it just probably made me more mentally tougher because mm -hmm. this is like, like going through something like pretty big right now. You know, I got to overcome that. And like as you get older, it's just like, well, this isn't as big a deal as like being really, really sick. And mm -hmm. so, uh, I don't know. I just like had a plan too. Sometimes I would like go really hard the first day, which was a terrible idea. And then yeah. I would get sick again. So, uh, remember, then, we'd have to like coach you. We like, dude, especially when it was summer, it was like, it's 98 degrees outside. You can't run yourself in the ground because you're just going to get sick again. And you come back home and you would be like, I think I, I think I ran myself into the ground. Well, I wouldn't get sick in the summertime. My blood sugar would drop to like 40 and then like, it'd oh, yeah, be that. so hot. And then like, yeah, but like in my mind, it's like, you gotta do like the, the crazy shit. Like no one's willing to do, but I think mm -hmm. this goes back to like your question. Like what made me want to do all that? Well, like mm -hmm. I watched ESPN a lot, like, Around 2007, I started following the NBA. And so like, it was like Tracy McGrady, Steve Nash, uh, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. And they were interviewing them. And like, I was just like, you know, I'm never going to make the pros probably, like ever. But it doesn't mean I can't practice like the pros and go really yeah. intense and just practice all the time and just like make big sacrifices you know, of not hanging out with people. And yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, like I hated Kobe Bryant as a player because I was a Celtics fan. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. I just, he's kind of a ball hog, but he was really good. So I was like, look back at it now. And it's just like, I probably like related more to him, honestly. He just had this like killer mentality, didn't care yeah. what people thought, and just like was, um, I don't know. He just always worked out like insane hours and that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was just like, I remember, I remember my favorite year besides the year we won the conference tournament, but it was our sophomore year when we were like really bad because it was like mm -hmm. at Fremont. And so I was like, Oh, this is great. I can go to the game and I can go and play after. And yeah. uh, we were bad. So we always had the early game. So like six, seven o'clock at night where everybody went out after the game or did whatever i'd like go to the basketball courts and work out and there'd be nobody there and be running like wind sprints and doing layups full court and like that's mm -hmm. just like a sacrifice i made because i was saying like oh, i want to be like tracy mcgrady kobe bryant you know today like bron james whatever uh mm -hmm. and i knew like but i want to be like that in my league like i want to be like the best and so what i didn't realize though is like in special olympics Seems like the older you get, the better when you're like a teenager. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard because you're really behind in developing your body. And you're yeah. Uncoordinated, so. Yeah, you feel like, uh, kind of go off of that. You feel your consistency from 10, five years ago is paying off now, or? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a lot better. Like I can throw the football harder than I to throw in farther. I, uh, basketball i had some stats this last year that i didn't think i'd be able to reach in my 
basketball league that like led us in scoring. I was like almost thirty, I think. But my team also like we lost every game by two or three until the playoffs, and then we got third place somehow. But yeah, it was just like you know before I couldn't really do that. Like I'd score like two to four or six points, mm-hmm. but then like. I don't know. I just like kind of learned how to be more consistent. You would give me drills all the time. Like now, I work on like some of like really specific things, like snapping your wrist when you shoot, or making a hundred swooshes, or work on a certain shot, like maybe a driving to a lane, but working on like floaters on the left side or something. I just yeah. like know the game more and what I'm supposed to do, and I still have like a lot of room to improve, but. uh yeah, I think like just my details of what I'm supposed to be doing. Because before it was just like, all right, shoot, to the ball a thousand times and you'll get consistent or something. And then like tennis will just, just keep hitting off the wall. And now I think just, I, when we were real little, it was just, hey, just try to hit the rim when you I shoot know. the ball. Like, I couldn't. Well, my shot was like a chuck. I just threw it. And like, yeah. you tell me how to put arc on it. So I put arc on it. And then. So you kind of answered this without answering it sounds like you just loved practicing like an elite athlete so it's like oh consistency was really good and when it's in sports it's, it's kind of easy to be consistent because you like you love playing a sport but where has have you had to be consistent maybe in your everyday life dealing with like cp or whatever medical issues or something where like you don't want to be consistent in, but you know you have to be consistent in it oh like eating i don't really care about eating at all and so like, <laughs> explain why you don't care about eating real quick yeah i was gonna get into it uh okay. so i like have an eating disorder and i can't remember like the name but it's like i had a g button so a g button is like so this button that they put at the entry of your stomach and then you open it and that's how they like like would feed me because i weighed like two pounds when we were born and there's like a button going into your stomach right yeah and then the, remember like that machine i had yeah like a little backpack yeah full of milk. like but it was gross like just a yeah, honestly, was... machine and it was just gross like i at first it wasn't a backpack i had to sit down and on the couch oh, yeah, like chair. yeah and so you just had to like, like stuck it in my stomach and i just got my nutrition that way Dude, that's like, kind of crazy thing about it. It was so like normal when we were growing up. Yeah, it was like You'd whatever. Like, and you're like, ah, oh, damn it, why it's gotta go? Yeah, it's gotta like, go. We gotta go play over here now. Yeah, remember like I had those stupid gauze around it because it would it would get wet. And oh like, yeah, yeah. And like, like it would leave. itch, and so like I was. I remember change. dogs would not leave you alone. What? Dogs would not leave you alone. Yeah, because I smelled like freaking milk all the time, bro. I smelled like fucking milk, and yeah. like. It was just like, ugh. But I just remember that because, like, I'd go to like sporting events and do stuff, and my shirt would get leak. I would like start. Oh leaking. yeah. And I forgot and, about that. Yeah, and so that was really annoying. But then, like, when we turned nine, I got it out, which was good. But now it's just like, oh, I have to eat. Then, like, when we turned twelve, I started having blood sugar problems. Then in twenty eighteen, now I have a swallowing issue where I can't really chew much food anymore, and I have a lot of. Huh. Just to explain that your soft kit, like soft kit, usually like twists and pushes yeah, food down. But yours just like so, like goes like that. We all have muscles that help us like get food down. Yeah. Mine are all in, and uh, mine are all dead. 
I guess. And uh, so I depend all on gravity. So I have that. And then I have like a T fistula. And I got it when I was born because like my esophagus wasn't attached to my stomach. So they created like this wrap. And what they did was they put the wrap uh, around my stomach and uh, they connected my esophagus to my stomach. And um, yeah, so I've had, apparently, I didn't know this until like 2018, but apparently that can fail. <laughs> so like it can get worse over time. And so mine kind of has. And luckily I beat the odds. I mean, I uh, go back to when we were two, I broke it. I broke the wrap. So it was like all broken again because I mm -hmm. cough so hard. I remember I, they said I broke it, which I'm actually looking back now, now that I'm okay, I'm kind of proud of. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I broke it. I didn't. But uh, um, they broke. I broke it when we were two. They fixed it up. We're 28 now. Is if you go by the numbers, it's supposed to fail when we were 27. Mm. It didn't, and so that's good. I mean, it started having problems when we were like 25, um, mm. and so that happened and yeah so i've been dealing with that so i've been consistent like eating uh i look for like a lot of casseroles i mostly find casseroles because there's someone that like eat so like you just put all this stuff together and someone who has to pray their food i have to pray and blend my food up like a shake all the time and yeah, it's like a whole process when you eat a meal yeah it is especially when i make it because i'll cook it I do all ingredients for cooking. Plus, you got cleaning. Well, I have to add, like, oh, now I have to pray the whole thing. Mm -hmm. so that's, like, just, a, I hate cooking. It's a whole day process. I'm like, you, yeah. you love it. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, just being consistently with my eating. I'm not always great at it all the time. Sometimes mom tells me to, like, add certain things. I'm just like, I just want to eat this and get it over with, you know? Yeah. And so, it's like, eating is literally, like, a chore for me. I eat mm -hmm. probably, like, six times a day seven mm -hmm. and i still burn i don't gain any weight anymore it seems like i'm only like yeah. 90 pounds and honestly when i look at myself in the mirror like it's like if i really look at myself holy shit i can see like my ribs i can yeah. see, if i stick my chest out i can see my bones it's mm -hmm. like damn but i don't know just like yeah i'm dealt with it my whole life Plus, I have like, scars all over my body, so it makes it look weirder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your your stomach's a little uh, messed up with all the scars. Yeah, it's super. My stomach is like a stomach virus. That's what it is. It's just without the fever. So that's, that's the way true. I explain it. So, but, Good way um, putting it. Yeah, and I do these scopes all the time where they like, what a scope is, they go in and they like reopen the entry to your stomach with like this balloon thing at the bottom so it's just like a like picture a balloon and then they just you know expand the balloon like blow it up and then able to swallow again and i do that i used to do it every year then i started doing it every six months then every three now it's like every eight to twelve weeks so i mean and then like it sucks but like what i've learned like in sports when you have a bad attitude especially like playing tennis was hard to do this like you're gonna freaking lose you're just gonna like not like be in the present moment or in the game. So then like what's gonna happen? You're gonna lose. So like for this, it's just like 
you know, I'll control what I can control. It's not my fault my esophagus or stomach, you know, went to crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't control yeah, that. I can't control how my blood sugar is that I don't eat too much or I eat when I'm supposed to. So my blood sugar doesn't, you know, do like go up too high, go too low. I guess mm -hmm. going high can like, it can cause effects in the long run. But um, yeah, so I have control of that and what I eat most of the time. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just roll with it, I guess. So. Yeah. I'd say you're consistently good about finding like bright sides like uh like you said comp proud that i broke my whatever their softest thing yeah it's like well that's not really a good thing why but okay yeah, it's not it's like i like dark right. humor though like that's the thing people don't understand like i've been through so much shit that it's like sometimes like humor was the only way i'd get through it yeah. and then like i like kind of like dark humor so i was just like oh but it happened like years ago now, if something happened to me like a couple months ago, like, you know, I'm not going to talk about it or I don't want to talk mm -hmm. about it. But, you know, if it's years ago, it's just like, I'm still here. So, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, I, um, well, you know, the gyms I coach at and stuff, um, or just my friends that I'm around, sometimes I feel like, oh, well, could be worse. And I just feel like that was always our like mindset is like, oh, this is something crappy's happening to you. And we're like, well, at least, uh, at least this isn't happening. We should come up with a worse scenario to make our scenario or your scenario, um, just a family scenario, not not seem as bad. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like there's always like a brighter side, and it's also okay. Like we were just like, man, this this kind of sucks. Yeah, like, it okay. sucks. It's okay yeah. to say it sucks. Like, yeah. You know, you don't have to be happy about it. Like, I mean, everyone gets. I don't say everybody gets screwed sometimes in sports and life. It just happens. And yeah. you just got to deal with it because like they always say life can go on without you. So mm -hmm. you can't just stand there and do nothing. So besides eating, what else do you have to stay consistent with? Oh, it's not like sports related. So let's see. Man. Sometimes I try to stay consistent in reading. I'm not mm -hmm. very good at it. Well, sometimes. Sometimes I'm like pretty good at it because like I was really bad at reading. So like, I was what read at a fourth grade reading level, yeah, in eighth grade, and so like I was pissed about that. So then that's when I started to read more, and now I like read books all the time. But sometimes I just like listening to books on tape. Like I was reading pretty good a couple weeks ago. I was also like on some steroids that I could never sleep, so I just yeah. read in the middle of the night. And now it's just like I'm always watching TV, and it's like. I don't want to read. I just want to go to bed. Or like I should read in the afternoon or something. So I'd say like that. Is, How does that like help you in your day-to-day? -day? It makes my eyes stronger. Like it, it helps me with tracking. Cause like, eyes? Yeah, because like, I, I probably will pronounce this wrong. I could get the right correction on a, different, on a later episode if I pronounce it wrong. But I think it's called yeah. this nystagmatism thing. And then so your eyeballs shake back and forth. And that's what yeah. I do. And so Actually, I remember I used to always like tell our friends, watch this. And I was like, if you, why it stay still? And then I was like, look at his eyes. Yeah. That was so funny. You had a bad though. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you, it used to be really like, bad. One time, I, remember, I swear, I swear like you and dad were there. Like one time, I'd already say like, 
you know, it wasn't like way better, but they improved a little bit. And mm-hmm. it was because I started reading. So I and reading would help me like track things. I'd skip yeah. over lines and stuff or read the same line again. So I think mm-hmm. like that helps. I mean, I still like my site still sucks. Like it's like all the time when you say, Hey, you see that over there? I'm just like, look at no, over there. Turn this way. I'm just like, yep, I see it. Yep. And dad's like, do you really see it? No, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking me. It's like when we go golfing, it's like, where'd my ball go? Why are you asking me? You know, I can't see it. Yeah, I always just feel like an idiot after I ask him. Like, he has no idea. It's a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so I think that helps. Like, just like little, and you wouldn't think about that because like, oh, your eyes, like people with glasses all the time, but like mm-hmm. I'm considered legally almost legally blind without my glasses like i can tell what everything is it's just super blurry mm-hmm. and so i used to like remember i used to like not wear my glasses all the time i wouldn't wear them on the weekend like we were in grade school. I yeah i so think i, I like, remember it was like yeah. a pain to get you to wear them and you had like these huge ass like harry potter glasses when yeah yeah i did like and i was so small so i looked like there's one like school picture i look like a huge nerd because yeah. it's like I got these big black square glasses on. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean, I just remember like I would wear them. Like if I played basketball or something, um, I just wouldn't wear them. And then like the eye doctor's like, you're making your eyes like way worse. You need to wear them like all the time. Yeah. And I think I remember going to movie theater before that and I was like kind of squinting. I didn't have my glasses on. And so I think it like it definitely got worse over time because now I like I have to wear like I cannot like take them off and see anything. So, but yeah. I had like eye surgery when we were born, because like there was like a I don't know what the percentage was, but there could have been a good percentage I would have gone like blind and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did hear from my eye doctor one time, like because I was on a hundred percent oxygen, uh, it affects your eyes in the long run. So I don't know. Yeah, so they took like a picture of my eye, and I want to say there was like some green stuff, or you you could tell like it's like yeah, that's not supposed to be like that. That's why your eyes are bad because it Ah. doesn't fill in or something, you know. And then I remember when we were kids, you would go to a doctor appointment, and you'd be like, "Well, they found something new that they have no answer to." (laughs) I fixed everything else. Like yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's just like, which is honestly the worst. Getting a diagnosis is not the worst. With them not knowing, because your mind can go like to the darkest stuff. Like, yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> like, I no one knows anything. Like, remember when I had that stomach issue? Nobody knew anything for months. When I was sick all the time right. in fifth grade, it was like... That's when you got the new, the new virus? Uh, No, that was sophomore year. Oh, okay. This is like fifth grade when i was missed all those days and my stomach hurt all the time it was like memory pain so like i mean i had to like be consistent with like trying to like do meditation which i thought was stupid at that time (laughs) it was crazy when we were fifth grade i thought it was a bunch of bullshit i thought it was like this is yeah and you're the one always doing like dude do meditation but then now i'm like like, this in the brain are so connected and you gotta meditate and I'm like, man, I was such an asshole when we were like fifth, sixth grade. Cause I was like, he's faking this is so fake. <laughs> and then I would yeah. just be like, stop saying that. He's not gonna do his stuff. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of back around a little bit, but but yeah, I don't remember that. That was nuts. You were like in some serious pain. Yeah, and then like I would get nervous about going to school and everything, mm -hmm. so I missed all the days and and then I remember like uh, I don't know. I just like being sick. You gotta be consistent with trying to get healthy. Gotta take the pills, which I do most of the time. Your everyday yeah, stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I forget my everyday's stuff like yeah, you not the main stuff, stuff but like little things that could help i yeah. just forget to take so mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i'm like consistent in everything i do it's the stuff you know everyone can be consistent in the stuff they want to do yeah the stuff they don't want to do like oh i'm consistent kind of sort of it's like well you probably don't want to do it if you're not mm -hmm. really that consistent like i wanted to be good at sports i mm -hmm. wanted to work hard like this podcast like like podcasting i want to be good at podcasting so i Try to be consistent in that. And like, you know, there are some days I'm probably not as super consistent and some days I am. And most days I am, but you know, everyone has like the weak moments. Like I probably could have gone and practiced a couple of times and I decided to stay home and watch TV or something. Or Yeah. Like, a lot of times I probably could have like not practiced and then I just made my body worse. So, I mean, we both did that. We both still kind of do that too. Yeah, I'd say consistency, consistency is, like, hard for me. I like to jump around a lot. Yeah. Like, I was just talking to Audrey, and I was telling her, I had, like, six tasks I was trying to get done today. And I was like, I started every single one of these tasks, and I finished none of them. So I kept jumping. And then I finally made myself finish, like, two of them, and then finished, like, one this morning, another one this morning. Mm -hmm. I think I'm very good at consistently being inconsistent and then – I like the phrase I heard this one time, like you just couldn't, the process is about starting again. Yeah. So like, you're going to go up and you're going to fall off and you just got to start again. And you just got to start again before you fall too, too far. So you might have like a off day or three days or a week, but as long as you get back going. Right. And it's kind of like basketball. I think don't miss three shots in a row. So yeah. if you miss two shots in a row, go get a layup or go get an easy open look. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to miss working out for two days, try not to miss that third day. If you're going to eat bad for two days, try not to miss that third day of like eating healthier, um, even vegetables. You can tell when you don't eat a vegetable for a couple of days, you feel like crap. Yeah. And like, oh man, I need to get some better food into me today. And, um, but then one of my strategies of staying consistent, like if I really want to do something, then I'm like, okay, if I tell Wyatt, he's going to be, super annoying about it and every time i talk to him he's gonna ask if i did this thing and sometimes you like call me and i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm not answering him like, I'm just <laughs> or like i'm gonna pretend like i was busy yeah that's funny yeah i yeah. mean like like we would have that competition of like who worked out the hardest and mm -hmm. like it, like helped us be consistent like a lot yeah. i mean like would you work out today even though you had to work yeah i got up at like six I do my workout before work, so I got done at nine or whatever, and or like you know, you come home from work and you want to like lay down and just watch TV, and you're just like, well, I gotta go work out because he's gonna like call me out at the end of the day, and yeah. so like or like you would wait, like you would always do it at nighttime sometimes, like you'd like come home, take a nap, and then go like in our half court basketball court we had in the backyard, you'd like shoot at like nine o'clock at night or something. Dude, I, I think that's how I work now too. Sometimes I will procrastinate hard, but then when I finally get to doing the work, I just like crush it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I need that. I need to somehow put pressure on myself at certain times of the day. 
So like, if I give myself like time limits now for work, like I gotta get this done before noon or before 10. Otherwise it's like, I'll put off, put off. And sometimes I work better at the end of the day. And sometimes I work really good, like at five or 6 a.m. when nobody's really up yet. So yeah, I gotta sure. find like a better flow right now with all my stuff. You just have like a lot of good ideas, but you, you wouldn't stick with one. That's the I thing. Know. It's just like, you would tell me like these ideas you had in college. I was just like, you got to pick something. Yeah. But I was just like, but then too, like it was getting bad to that. And then I guess I would like, I had no problem bailing on stuff that people thought was that you work hard at or it's a good idea or whatever. Mm. And uh, I would just be like, I don't care if I'm not thinking about it. It's not, if it's not the number one thing that comes to my mind, I probably don't care like mm. enough to be consistent in it. And so, yeah. like, uh, I like golf. Like, dad tried to get me into golf, which makes sense. You got a physical disability. doesn't involve running. Well, I didn't practice enough on my own. So I stopped taking the lessons. Then he got me into tennis. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And I just would go to the Y and play tennis more. So mm -hmm. you saw, like, what your priorities are. And some people be like, well, why'd you bail on this? Or shouldn't let this person out? I was like, look, if you're not... If it's not something you're willing to sacrifice for or put in the time and it doesn't feel like you're putting in work every day, then you mm. then you probably don't care about it enough if you don't really love doing it. Like I love to go on and still love going to work out and like running sprints and, you know, playing tennis at like one in the afternoon when it's 95 degrees and there's a heat warning. So <laughs> and, with uh, that, I say somebody somebody who hates working out how what would you recommend them starting to do to love working out um if you really don't like i mean if you like a certain sport i'd say do that like go shoot hoops by yourself or if you i don't know if you prefer lifting or running or over one or the other just do it for like 20 minutes mm -hmm. for 20 minutes see how it feels do it 20 minutes the next day or two days later um I guess even walking, you could do that. Although I'm a person like, I know walking is exercise, but I'm like, if I'm walking, I don't feel like I'm working out. But that's just me. But yeah, like just start small, like uh, go run for 20, 15 minutes and don't overdo it on the first day and then wait a day or two, go run again. And if you don't, if you like it, keep doing it. If you don't like it, find something else. Go play recreational sports. Sign up for I don't know you could you can sign up for like kickball teams now. Who doesn't like kickball? Everyone played kickball <laughs> like elementary school. <laughs> if you don't like kickball, like what elementary school did you go to? Come on, people. Yeah, come on. I, I mean, it's like yeah, I agree. It's like find something you enjoy to do. And look at all the sports. Pickleball is big. Ultimate frisbee is a thing in some states. Disc and, golf. Yeah, disc golf that doesn't involve any running. You could do that. And like, there's so much, like, yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff you could do. And if it's just walking, cause you like to be outside, then do that too. Better than doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, and it, I mean, if you're out of shape or, you know, you just, then start with walking and then work it up. So, cause everyone likes something. Yeah. Like, and not a lot of people are like us. We're like, like I think the other day I played tennis for two and a half hours. 
It's not like you have to go that long. Literally, like, I don't know. What's the average of a person working out? Like 45 minutes, you think? That's a, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd look at stat. stat. I, I would say 30. Yeah, 30 to 45. And there are like be- a lot of classes like that. Oh, here's something. If you don't like to work out, don't go, don't do it by yourself then. Just yeah. find a random class mm-hmm. and do it. Go to, it's called a Zoom class. What's it called? The one on the bike. Like a, you're on a bike. And... Peloton? Yeah, like a Peloton bike, but there's a big class. Whatever. Whatever that's like a called. Bar kinda. Yeah, yeah. You could do that. Or uh I don't know. Or weightlifting if you like if you want to look big. Some people just like to lift weights because they like to look big. So Yeah, but you can also so I'm gonna debunk this in case somebody's wondering about this. To look tone to firm up or to um tone up, that's just lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> to look to look big, it's more of eating more. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. And even just to make it clear, because you said like us, I'm definitely not working out for one or two hours at the moment. Come on. Um, I know. I've been doing like maybe thirty. My average is probably like thirty minutes. Well, I just you do like turn into an average person. I know. What's your insaneness? Yeah. What? What's your insaneness? Our teenage selves would be very disappointed in us right now. I'm taking a day off. You only work out for 30 minutes. I know. Like a 16-year-old Wes and Wyatt would be like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but we're not sick all the time. Like, so? I'll tell you this, though. Working for Bull Barbecue and working in the kitchen, I've never – I, I can't hit that strain. So the strain on my whoop, I – would hit higher strains working in there than I would when I was coaching CrossFit a lot and working out maybe two or three times a day. Like I was hitting higher strains in the kitchen for four to, I probably averaged like four to six hours in there. Um, And yeah, so a lot of times this past year and, you know, with uh, getting married and me and Audrey, we're just doing more social things. We just yeah. like do some lifting together in the morning or like before this podcast, I did like 20 kettlebell swings. So I would just do like mini movements throughout the day to like wake up and just to like keep, um, keep the muscle that I have. And I don't think I've really lost muscle. Yeah. Uh, and then there were some weeks I hit a little harder, but definitely been playing more basketball. Like That's good. you left yeah. that ball here when uh, you stayed here last and you're like, I'm just going to leave this here. I think you might use it. And I was like, I'm never going to use that. Like, I'm, there's no way. But, dude, that's probably what I do mostly for my breaks is I just walk across the street to that little hoop. And I you shoot for like, like, I just knew, like, he's going to want to play. He doesn't have a ball. He's not going to go out and buy a ball. I'll go buy a ball. And so I just left it because, like, he'll shoot it up again. But, yeah. Because it's easy. I mean, you can go by yourself. And, like, it's not like you have to go super hard either. You literally mm-hmm. – that's what I would do when I would get sick. I would just like literally stand there and chew baskets and barely move. Yeah. When I would come back from being sick. So, but yeah, I mean, I think we're like smarter now because we used to just run our bodies into the ground. Which, yeah, you kind of do that when you're younger. You're just going to adapt yeah, so easy. fast. Like your teenager and you're in your early 20s. It's like, man, I could, I could go all day. Which I like couldn't. Yeah, like one or twelve, and then you wake up and. No, oh, I still do that, dude. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, you can I, still do I can still do it. I, like, I go to bed at like 12, get up at like 6.30. Um, we got to talk about your sleep, man. Yeah, my sleep is pretty bad, but yeah, I don't know. We can do another episode on that later. What? Maybe that's something you need to be more consistent in. Oh, yeah. That's like probably top of the list. I'm just yeah. like, I should fall asleep, but do I want to? But then, I don't know. I sleep weird places. I'll like fall asleep in my recliner for like maybe 30 minutes, then go to bed. And then I'll wake up at like 6 or 5.30 actually sometimes. And I'm like, should I get up? And eventually I fall back to sleep. It's only takes like 30 minutes. Okay, to wrap it up, what's one one thing I don't want to say that you need to be consistent in, but what's one thing that you're willing to work on being more consistent in? Because I feel like it's still not your sleep. It's college basketball season. I know you're staying up late. Yeah, why would I? Let's be realistic. I can't do that now. But <laughs> I go to bed early sometimes. I go to bed at 11. Um, uh, probably reading. Cause I read like a lot of books at once sometimes because I was like, it would take me forever to read one book. Yeah. And then like, I wanted to read this other book, but it would take me like three months or two months to read a, one book. I just not mm-hmm. a fast reader. So I read like multiple, I'll read like three books at a time. So mm-hmm. like I can do it. It's just like, I need to like at least read like once a day or twice a day. Pretty good too. So yeah, I read better when I'm like on vacation and not around like my stuff. So yeah, maybe you I gotta have less. Yeah. It's like, maybe I should just go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like to a coffee house or something, but probably definitely reading. Nice. Read more. I would say, uh, one thing I need to get consistent in is mobility. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I need to get back to some hip and ankle mobility. I think I'm trying to get more into playing some rack leagues. I haven't played basketball in forever. And I got a little taste of it. So yeah. Uh, I think I could, uh, I think that's what's really locking up my athleticism that I didn't even have is, a younger kid because I was so tight. So I think I'm going to put together hip mobility and I seem to get better about doing something around in the morning. Cause a lot of times I like to read in the morning. So I'll give you my reading consistency and you give me your workout consistency and we'll be good. We'll be solid. Yeah. That's yeah. why there's two of us. We are positive on one end and the other twins negative on the other one. So we just Dude. Yeah. It's I like mean, weird. Yeah. It's weird yeah. how like exact it is. Yeah, it is. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's freaky sometimes. It's like, or like stuff we like to do. Like you like cooking. It's like one of the worst things I think in the world. I hate cooking. You love lifting weights. If I never played sports, I would never lift weights. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because you like to run more probably. Yeah, I like to run more. You don't. Um, Yeah. It's weird. But I guess that's why we're twins. So. Bounce each other out. (laughs) Pretty much. All right, well, that wraps up the first episode of The Spalding Show. Uh, if you guys can share this with somebody, leave a comment, tell us what you want to uh, hear us talk about next. We appreciate that, and we'll see you next time. See you. See you.